Okay, we are continuing in the Arucha Shurim, Shurim for Chaydish Iyar, which I guess this is the last one of Chaydish Iyar because by Wednesday we will be in Sivan already. Um, I better work on a sponsor, but uh, <laughs> it's sponsored anonymously for Brach Vatsacha Bechol Tov. Okay, we are continuing the halachas of Oni HaMahapech Becharara, is what we began last time. It's a basic idea, an Oni that is um, putting effort in to get a charara, a loaf, a cake or something, and someone else takes it from him. So, just to recap a little bit, the Gemara calls him a Rasha, the one who takes it from the Oni. And we had a Machlaikis Rishainim in how to understand the Ani Amahapech Becharara. Rashi said it's talking about not only by someone who's trying to buy something or someone's trying to rent something, even if it's a Metziah or Hefker or a Matana that someone's involved in and someone else comes and takes it, he's called a Rasha. Taisus, on the other hand, argues, and Taisus says, no, the only time we say it's a time on a person for, so to speak, mixing in to someone else who's trying to get something is if it's talking about Mechira um, or Schirus, uh, sale or rental, and the reason is because why are you taking this guy's thing? Go, you could get, you could be hired somewhere else. You could buy something somewhere, somewhere else. But it comes to Hefker or Metzia or Matana or something like that, which you can't find it. There's it only one Metzia. You're not going to find another Metzia. So therefore, Rabbi Nutam holds that there's no problem of Ani Hamahapech Becharara in that in that case. And um, so we said, you know, so, t- so the re said, according to this, he says that, um, let's say somebody has a, a malamid in his house, and he's, he's already hired by him, and another malamid wants to, uh, wants to come in and uh, try to get the job, so he's not allowed to do that, um, because, uh, because it's the, this malamid already has the relationship. But the Balabayas, if he wants to go and pilfer a malamid off somebody else, that he's allowed to do because it's considered like hefker. Because you could say, I need this teacher. I can't find another teacher for my kids. This one is the specific one I need. So that was basically um, the Machlaikas. And then we, sat, we saw in Shulchan Aruch that the Shulchan Aruch brought both shitas. And um, the Ramah Paskin, Dusvara, Harishayna, Nira, Iker, which was Rabbeinu Tam, that it only applies by Schirus and by Mecher, and not by a Matano or by a Metziah. And um, we actually show that even though the Mechaber doesn't take sides, but in the next halacha he gives this case of the Malamid, and it seems that he paskins also that way, that by Metziah and Matana, you're not called a Russia because I can't get it anywhere else. It's a one-time thing, and it's a specialty. So now let's look on page 50. That's where we're up to. Page 50 is a Shail Tzuchuvah's Lechem Rav. Now he says an interesting Chiddush here, the Lechem Rav. And basically there was a story here with, um, with houses and a person put in some money to, to rent a house and then, um, then there was some type of a delay, um, something with, to do with the Gaisha Tsar uh, of the area, the governor, wherever he was, the officer, he died and it made problems. So basic idea was that um, that they tried to, re- to, to try to restart it up again and someone else came in and chapped it away from the first guy. So the question is, is he called the Rosh of Ani Mahapich Becharara? 
So if you look over there by the gray, over there where it's the, it starts with the tshuva there, um, <clears throat> um, he says, um, he says like this, the, the case over there is, did he have a chazak in it, not have a chazak in it? So basically he says there was no chazaka, but this is where we start the third line in the tshuva, he says, It's true that that the, the, case, the person didn't have a real chazak on the situation, there's no real Kenyan, but he's no different than that guy's called a rush. Again, the Ani hasn't been kind yet, but he's investing time and effort. So he says, According to Rashi, that even by Hefker or Mitziah, you're called a Rasha. So he says, in this case also, the guy put in effort, he put in money, in fact, in this case. So he's called a Rasha. But this is the Chiddush. So therefore, Lechaira, and a Metziah, if it's a one-time thing, you can't say, I go get it somewhere else. So I'm not a Russia. I'm sorry, we're, um, yeah. You can't say our case is like a Metziah. So the Lechem Rav says, according to Rabbeinu Tam, there are no other houses. So I'm not a Russia if I take this house because there's only one of them. Says no, the Shani needed it on. This is the punchline. The Ruvain Hoitsi Mois Bitarek Harbe Bidover. In this case, it wasn't just an Anihamahapech Becharara who was making an effort. And here is being now we're making Chalukim in the type of effort. Here he was Tarek Harbe and he spent a lot of money. So there was an investment that went in here. Now, even though there was no Chazaka, there was no Kenyan, but there was an investment of time and money, more than a regular Ani who's looking around for a Harara. We sort of had this case once or twice, someone who sets out a trap, and he captures a Chayar and Oif. Now, the Mitsuda, the trap is not a Keli. There's no Toich to it. Not, so who's, who does it really belong to? Just because I set the trap, but I have to make some type of Kenyan. You're not allowed to take it. Why? It's like Gezel Midrabanan. Chachamim made it. I put in so much effort, I set out a trap, I caught the animal, and you go and take it away? Doesn't sound right. So Uvenidan Didan the Khavasi, the Khaven the Tarak Ruben Kokah, Bahitsim Aisa, Vuvaakar Little Mimanu, Asilan Suye. So therefore he says, Velachena Yaimer, the Haba Lito Miad Ruvain's Husay Afopi de Inlay Khazaka, Mikamakam Lai Taivasa. Can't do it. And he says again, Laimi Bayal Rashi the Mikri Rasha Kidiksivna. Coin to Rashi you're for sure a Rasha. Elafilu Rabbeinu Tam. Efshir the Mikri Rasha, the cave in the Tarech Harvey, Beroy Lucholodom Laharchek Midover, Zehanir Linus, Daitu Kasati, Midover, Zehanir Lasaitu Kasati. Now, this plays a very interesting role. 
If you remember, we talked about once the concept of patents or copyrights. Um, so, L'chaira, um is sometimes it's intellectual property. We talked about, could you have a Kenyan on intellectual property? Right? So if there's nothing really to have a Kenyan on, what do you have the Kenyan on? Right? That was, we talked, we had a sugi about it. So one of the things they throw into it is on Harara. You're right, you might not have a Kenyan on it because maybe there's nothing tangible to have a Kenyan on. But if I invested time and money to produce a song, let's say, right? And now someone else comes and takes it away from me. Now it may depend what he's taking it for. But if he comes and takes away what I invested money, maybe he's called a Russia. So I might, he might not be a Gazlan because he didn't steal anything. But maybe he goes into this Ani Hamahapech So this is, now you'll say, why is it Ani Hamahapech According to Rebbeinu Tam, it's a Metziah. And, uh, you know, I couldn't find this song anywhere else. I took it from you or whatever the intellectual property was. But Zaktalechem Rav, but even according to Rebbeinu Tam, if a guy put in time and money into it, that even Rebbeinu Tam might agree the guy's called a Russia, why? Me play Darkish Shalom, or it's Gazlam, whatever you want to term it. But this, this Lechem Rav plays a major role in that sugya as well, because maybe Aniyam Ha'apiv Charar. Okay, now let us move on to page 51. And this will be the background to a halacha that we saw on the Ramah last, uh, last time. When exactly is the Isser of Aniyam Ha'apiv Charar? So the Ramah said, um, the Ramah said, and on page 47, the Ramah said, The Ramah said it's talking about that really they agreed on the price, the two people, and they're just missing making the Kenyan. They didn't just, they didn't finalize yet. And then somebody comes in and says, no, I want to I outbid you or I want to take it. But if they haven't yet even come to a deal, they're still negotiating back and forth the Ramah said, anyone can come in. What's, what's the problem? So now we're going to see the source of that halacha. So let's look to Mardcha here. Mardcha and Baba Basra, over there on top left side. Harei and Kemidbar. So at the end of the line, because of Rabbeinu Meir. This is the Marami Rutenberg. Rabbeinu Meir ben Baruch, who I'm giving a share on tomorrow morning. The Marami Rutenberg, his yard was last week. So the Mardcha was one of his Talmidim. And a lot of the Marmarothenberg's Torah is in the, quoted in the Mardchai. That's what it's quoted from. The Mardchai himself had actually uh, was, 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 died al Kiddush Hashem in the some 12, in the uh, 12 something, uh, I forgot there's a name to it, uh, some type of massacre in the 1200s. Um, him and his wife and his kids. It's interesting. And, and, and another Talmud of the Marmarothenberg, Hagoyis Maimonis, also, Hagoyis Maimonis is on, on the Rambam. He, um, he also brings a lot from the from Ram Rutenberg. He also was killed. Al um, Kiddush Hashem. Him and his family. Um, it's, it was a terrible time in uh, in Germany. What was going on over there? It wasn't the Crusades. Um, it was in between the first and the and the Crusades. Some of the Crusades were 1100. Those in 1300. This was like in the middle over there. Anyways, because of Rabbi Mayor, so I was happy to see Ram Rutenberg. Um, he says like this. Um, he says, "The Yisrael mechazer liknais, because the Yisrael achav rekana ain't a nikra rasha. Beloishayich oni amahapiv charor elim kein gama ruven pisuk damim." This is the makar of the Rama. Is this Marama Rutenberg? Im hoi vekechavim. We're talking about they already made up a price. They finished haggling. Beloichaseim raksivas ashtar to write the document, alois bar koishalem, and to and to file it legally. 
ulebar hamekach, and to make sure everything is 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 straight. If all's on Shimon mixes in there and says, "Oh, I'm buying it and takes it," he's called a Russia. But they're still haggling over the price, and he's hoping he'll make it cheaper for him. And then Shimon walks in there and says, "I'll take it." So it's, that's not only by a guy, even by a Jew. Okay, so that's basically what we saw from the Ramah, that once the deal is finished, you're just missing the Kenyan or the star or the filing legally, but you finish the haggling, then someone comes in and says, oh, I want to buy it, that's on Yama Hapim Harara. Now, but he continues, he says, But let's, that's talking about because they already finished the deal. But let's say the Meicher doesn't want to sell it for what you're offering. Okay? And he wants to, we said this last time also. And he goes and he wants to sell, and someone else comes and says, I'll pay what you want. Right? So, Lav Roshahu, if every seller is tied into the first bid, right, right then he's the one who's going to lose out. A buyer will always bid very low because he knows once he bids, the meicher is stuck and selling it. And that doesn't make any sense. If the meicher doesn't want to sell it, so then you're not, anyone can come in and buy it. It's only if They've, the Meicher wants to sell it to you, and we've already established a price. Now another guy comes in and says, oh, I'll pay more money, or whatever it is, so then he'll, um, he's called a Russia. Rabbanon chashu tuvul The Meicher, we find the Rabbanon, we're very worried about the Pseida of the Meicher. So, 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 Kalzman, it's still in the negotiations, it's not a problem. It's only once they've, they've um, settled on a price. Now, if you turn the page, so that was the Ramah. If you turn the page, the Prisha says like this. The Prisha brings the Mardchai. Um, it's uh, on the top left, the second last line, he brings the Mardchai. Says, and he go down to the bottom there. Period. That's the Mardchai. Then the Prisha says, He says, the Minig is not like that, says the Prisha. The Minig is that even if there's still haggling going on, and someone else misses in, we call that Aniyamach Becharora. Now, how does that work? Right? It doesn't sound like the Mardukai says, that doesn't sound fair. Right now, am I every Meicher stuck with the first bid? So he says, I'm going to explain like this. Someone who goes and buys something. And really, they're arguing about the price. He says, I want to sell it to you for six. And the buyer says, no, I want it for four. And really they're haggling over the price. 
If not for anyone mixing in, they would have come to a deal. In other words, the relationship is here. It's not like a house is taking bids. It's an open market. Open market means I'm taking bids. That means I didn't make up to sell with you and now we're haggling over the price and we're probably going to come to some type of deal. I'm taking bids. Or you're giving a low bid, a high bid, but it's not mukhrach that we're going to come to a deal. Very often when there's haggling back and forth, they don't come to a deal because... I want to sell it for $2 million. You only want to buy it for a $1 million. We're a million away from each other, right? So even if we start moving a little bit, it's a long gap to cover. It's not mukhruf that we're going to come to a deal. And Mittamol, a guy walks in and says, I'll pay $1.5 million. No problem. The Michael says, it's yours. That's not a problem because it's not mukhruf. But if they were haggling over something that really, it's pretty much a done deal. And it's probable, it's not, it's not for sure, but it's probable they're going to come to, in their dealings, come to some type of conclusion. Then if you mix in, that's called Aniyam Ha'pepecharara. That says the preacher, very logical. He says, They would have come to a deal. When did the, they say that it's not considered asogas gvul until you come to a deal, like the Mardchai says? That's it, this is my final offer. It's my final offer. It doesn't sound like they're going to come to some type of conclusion. Now, is it possible the Meicher will come back and say, well, maybe we could still negotiate? But they're very far from coming to a deal. So in that case, anybody could come until they finally make the price, then it's not considered if it's clear what's going on over here, that they are going to come to some type of a conclusion, and they're going to be able to make the deal probably. It's just they're still hacking a little bit over exactly what the terms are. So in that case, says the Prisha, that is called even though we haven't, we haven't fully come to a deal. Now again, it's very logical, and the Meicher doesn't lose out in this case, right? Because the Meicher is, wants to make this deal. He really wants to make this deal, right? So it, that's not a problem. So that's a very important, important thing. So when it comes to buying a house, again, I said this comes up a lot, but number one is, well, number one is that um, the very often, you, you have to know exactly what the case is to even start. Is it this type of case that they're still taking bids and it's not mukhrach that anybody's going to come to any type of deal? Or are they really holding by making a deal with each other? Now, even so, just because they're all making a deal, it's really then telling them, like is Rashi and Rebbeinu Tam. Is a house like a, uh, um, is it like a Metziah or not? Right? Is it like a Metziah? Maybe something special about it. We also saw that by Mechira there might be a light plug. That maybe according to uh, the Mechira, according to, according to Rebbeinu Tam, we said there might be a light plug. Right, that even though it's a much cheaper price than like a mitziah, but all mechiras are are aser. So there's a lot of aspects. Usually we say it's not usually a price issue when people want a certain house. It's not usually. I shouldn't say always, but very often there's something about the house, like we said last time. There's specifics that they loved Africa could find somewhere else. Now, if you live in uh, you know, if you live in a complex in Lakewood where everything's cookie cutter, you know, and uh, things like that. So, if you don't find this house, you find a very similar house down the block. The shallows a price. Maybe this one's much cheaper, 
Okay, so then you get into a big machlaikas that we say a lay plug by mechira is price enough to make it that it's a metzia. That's a shaila. Again, it will, you know, these shilas must come up all the time over there because, you know, the housing market is so, uh, is so, uh, so rough over there. So, you know, one guy will come and offer, uh, you know, I'm sure it happens all the time. A guy offers a million dollars, you know, about to seal a deal, and the guy next day shows up, I'll give you two million, you know, right? Now, again, the meicher is not, there's, there's another thing over here. There's another thing over here. Um, the, the, this is all if the meicher really wants to sell it to this guy. You have to remember exactly what the case is over here. The Meicher wants to sell it to the Lekeach, right? And he's happy to sell it to this Lekeach. And another Lekeach comes and mishes in and says, you know what, sell it to me. So the Meicher, he doesn't really care which Lekeach it goes to. Mashenkin, the Meicher, if he has a reason why he doesn't want to sell to this Lekeach, right? So he has a right to sell it to whomever he wants. He's not tied into that. He's not the Aniyam Hapech Becharora, right? It's the, so let's say the Meicher says, you know what? Uh, all of a sudden, he, he's about to come to a deal. He says, you know what? Uh, I start hearing that there's a lot of people out there willing to pay much more money. You know what? I'm backing off. I want to backing off because I want to now see maybe I can make more money on it. And all of a sudden, someone comes and says, sure, I'll give you $2 million. So in that case, the Meicher backed away. The guy didn't insert himself into someone else's issue over here. The Meicher, for whatever reason, decided he doesn't want to sell it to this person. He's not tied into it. He's not tied into it that way. Okay, now let us look at a couple interesting things for the evening. And that is, we'll look on page um, 55. A uh, few things here to see. Page 55 is a very interesting tshuva for a Meicher about Shaduchim. Isser mahapech becharoro b'shiduchim. Basic idea is, a girl's going out with somebody, and someone else wants her, right? So is he allowed to insert himself into this process and say, "Go out with me," right? Is he on him mahapech or not? Um, that was the question. This is in Tavshin Tezayin. So uh, what year is that? Nineteen fifty-seven. So basically, <coughs> Ramesha starts over here on page 55, um, at the top of the second column. He goes through the Aniyah Mahapicharora and basically says that Aniyah Mahapicharora is only when they've actually come to a deal. They just haven't finished the deal with the Kenyan, right? But till they come to a conclusion that they're going to make this business agreement, there's no problem of Aniyah Mahapicharora. That's what we just learned from the Mardchai, right, and from the Ramah. So he says. Um, if you look at where it starts, the gray line there, which is about maybe eight lines from the end of that paragraph, if they didn't decide both sides, you can't lock her into it, right, just because it's the first shidduch that came her way. So till there's a deal, there's no problem of someone coming in. Again, we're not going to the emotions of, you know, snatching away somebody else's shidduch and the midas. We're going to Hilchus Chay Shemishma now. Um, Bechlal, he's saying, anyways, he says, first of all, it's l'chair like a metziah, right? You can't get another girl, you know, this is the wife I want. So it's a metziah. And even without that, he's saying, it's anyways, if you didn't come to a deal, the Ramah passes like the Mardchai, that there's no problem. 
But then he says in the next paragraph, But let's say they decided they're getting engaged. But they didn't make any kinyonim. So then that's already different. That's already different because then already they've come to a deal. Um, so then already it might be totally in the din of Hefker or not. If it's Hefker, right, and you could say that this girl is a one of a kind and I can only marry her, so then it doesn't make a difference. Anya Mabachar never applies. Even if they're holding by a deal, it's a one time thing. So Lachar will be totally in that Maklaikis. Dating. So in other case, we said that if they're making the having back and forth on the amount very close, you know it's it's going to happen. Right. If, if they're dating three for dates and you know there's an interest there, and another guy comes in. So in a case like this, it looks like they were pretty serious. It looks like there was. So so again, you're that's going according to the Prisha, right? The Ramah is going with the Rama. The Ramah doesn't pass like the Prisha. The Ramah goes straight with the Marthai. You're right. It's good. True. Three the Prisha. You're right. Now. Well, they put uh, and they put an effort. Yeah. So, um, so then he says, if you go to page 57, over there on the, on the left side there, he says an interesting thing. He says, uh, They didn't make up. But once they already finished up, Because that's the problem. He, he was in the middle, he was talking about in some places, they make some type of Kenyan, like a Tznaim or something. Other places, they don't do anything. They just say, we're Chazan and Kalu. There's no real Kenyan going on. So well, how does that work? Now, there is a Shtikul Cherem to break an engagement, even without a Kenyan. Um, that's why if someone has to break an engagement, for whatever reason, there's a Knas you have to pay. Um, it's, it's a Knas from, from Kadmainim for the, for the covet of B'nai Yisrael. They shouldn't be Hefker. And that's why even in a, in, in a case where a chassan has to break an engagement, so then there's an Indian to dafka to give some monetary compensation um, because of that knas. So how, how does that work? How does that play a role? That's what the chuba talks about. So he says, so if it's a place that makes a kinyan, to make the or tznaim, v'adayin lo'i osu, and they haven't done it yet, tali zeva machlaikis to hefker matana. So then you're in the land of Efker Matana. The Ramah said, Allah is like Rabbeinu Tam. So there's no Isser. Hefker Matana, you could go. We had the Ramah Paskins for Rishayna Ikla, like Rabbeinu Tam. That means Metziah Matana, you can do what you want. It's a one-time thing. We even were Medayik in the Shulchan Aruch, that by the Malamed, he also seems to go like the Rabbi Nutam. Rabbi says, It's a Rashi, that by, even by Hefker and Matana, you shouldn't, if there's already, again, if they've already come to some type of conclusion, you shouldn't mission. It's not us, he says, but a Yari Shemayim. kvar asu kinyan tsnaim, he says that we, we don't write a Tanaim over here. So there's no, what makes them Chazim Vakala? There's no, there's no Tanaim. Because it's Reb Moshe, yeah, that's why Reb Moshe has his own Tanaim. Because in the old days, the Tanaim basically said, and the ones who make the Tanaim earlier, basically the Tanaim was an obligation to 
make the chasana by a certain date and provide the following things to the chasana and kala. It was a monetary agreement. Um, so you, all, what are you going to do? You, all of a sudden you come to the, to the chuppah and you start making these agreements that you're going to make the chasana today? You're making the chasana today. And you're going to be mechaib yourself? You're, everything's here ready. So Ramayusha made another, he made up his own nusuch that basically that says that Adarabah, we have already been Mekayim, all the Tznaim that we spoke about, and we don't have Tainas on each other, and now we're making the Chasana. So that's Ramosha. So here's where he says in Renzi's, the one we write because they're engaged, they're getting married, they don't get engaged for 10 minutes. That's not an engagement, they've been engaged. Even there's a Cherem, fine. So you're not allowed to do it. Now listen to this. Go down to the bottom three lines of the tshuva. So Ramayusha says, Lamaisa, if it's already finished, you can't do it. If it hasn't been totally finished yet, so then it's totally the machlaikas, the Yari Shemayim should, should not do it. But oid, the ula yispalo shotachzer b'homiyazkamasa. Ramayusha says, if you really want it, you hold her and she's your shedach, you could daven. Daven that she should go back from her agreement to get married to this guy. If she backs out, so about anyone could come in, right? Again, the Meicher has a choice. She's not stuck there because this was the Shidduch. They agreed to it. But if she wants to back out, she can back out. If she backs out, then you can move in. How do you get her to back out? You can dab in, says Ramosha. That's not a problem. That's not a problem. It's a very interesting Ramosha, yeah. right? So that's in your Ramosha. If you really hold it to your Shidduch, you can dab in. We find something. We find that, right? The Gemara says you're allowed to even, you're allowed to even get engaged. You're allowed to be Makadish on Tishabov. Why? 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 Maybe someone else will chop her. Frak the Gemara, what do you mean? Ah, 40 days before a person's born. Yitzvila, a person could. With Tzvila, somehow you're able to get someone. If you really want it, you're able to do it. So Meltzer Moshe says, you could do that here. Now let us just end off with one last Machloikas here, which is a Machloikas in the Pischei Tshuva and Remoshe. And the basic idea is like this. Um, the basic is idea, we said that a person is um, called a Russia if he's anayamahapich becharara. Okay? So now, um, so look at where the gray line starts there. It's about one, two, three, six, eight, nine, nine lines up from the bottom of the Pischei Tshuva in the top half. And in the middle of the line, there's like a little space there. It says, V'ayin berhetev. Yeah? So I was on and I bought it instead. So I'm called a Russia. And we even said before that means in Shul they're going to call me a Russia. They're allowed to get up in Shul and call me a Russia. Okay, but do I have to give it back? Or am I just called a Russia? So he says, you have to give it back. And the Ritva argues. He brings Besugya the Goy, the Chimata Zuzasadva, Shakas of Gamkain, Bezel Shainai, Behelo Achrainim, Vakam Shinikar Rasha, Mikal Makam, Eimachayvin, I say Bezdin Lahachser. Bezdin can't force you to give it back. Um, fine. And then he brings, if you go down two lines to the beginning of the line there, it says, Vachem Pasuk Vachubas Marshal, 
Shekasa v'sham b'zeh haloshen v'tamani imyotza davar zemi pi Rabbeinu Tam. The Marshal says, I can't really believe Rabbeinu Tam said such a thing that you mechuyiv to give it back. And he writes, Who's Rabbeinu Tam? Shamali shtacha tayr miyisrael achzira bilpapula. Rabbeinu Tam, if tayr would be forgotten from Klai Yisrael, he could bring it back. V'yishke b'zeh, he made such a mistake. He says, I can't believe that Rabbeinu Tam could make such a mistake. So it must be he never said it. I don't believe he ever said it. He says, I don't find anyone says, you got to give it back. You call the Russia. Fine. We call him a Russia, so he shouldn't do it anymore. And no one else should do it. But you don't have to give it back. Then he says, if you go down to the end of the next line, And you go right down to the bottom there, That's all he did be amazing. What if he didn't know the halacha? Right? He was Bishaygig. Remember our story, right? Um, with Rababa in the Gemara and Kedushin. Right? Now, Right? What did he say? Give it back. That was the Midas Chasidus he was telling, give it back. But he, he said, I didn't know. He's Zichonamachayat to give it back. Um, and then he says, He says another interesting thing. Let's say he did it on purpose. Very interesting thing. I did a Maisa that's Rishas. Okay? Now I'm giving back the Mekkah. Does that fix up what I did? Does that make like a tshuva on what I did? Let's say I take something before Yish because I plan on stealing it. Right? So I'm over on all different bunch of love. So then I give it back after years. I'm giving him a present because he was Miyayish. So I'm giving him a present. So I stole things. I have to do tshuva on my own, but my giving it back is not the tshuva. If I steal something and I give back a side matana, that's not the tshuva for it. If there's no halacha of chazara, if you don't have to return it, returning doesn't fix it. If you're doing it because I want to do tshuva and I feel I have to rectify what I did, but stam beheshiv doesn't work. I want to give it back because I don't want to be shamed that I'm holding on to his thing. Or they might call me a rasha. Since the Torah never said you have to return it, you're giving him a present, it doesn't count. So that is a few chidushim here from the Pischei Tshuva. Number one is, are you to give it back? It sounds like not. And the Chem Shlomo wants to say that even B'Shoigei, for sure not. Now if you look at Reb Moshe, Reb Moshe, on page 59 here, on the left side there, he brings, B'nei B'Shuch Narach Mishvat, it doesn't say if the second person knew or not. The Shulchan Aruch is not mechalik. It doesn't say if he knew it's a problem. If he made a mistake, it's not a problem. 
Yeshalov Chiyuv, Imena writes a Likara Rasha. Lahachser, Ulamoichre Laharishain, Belimsashir Sarishan. Ramayisha says, when you find out that you did something wrong, if you don't give it back, from now on we'll call you a Rasha. So you have to give it back. He didn't know, and still Rabbi Yitzchuk told him, give it back. So the Pisgah Tshuva said that was a Midas Chasidus. Rabbi Yitzchuk doesn't say that in the Gemara. He told him, give it back. Why did he tell him to give it back? Because there's a Chiyav. I was a Shaigig. Too bad it was a Shaigig. Now you're called a Russia unless you give it back. And if you turn to the, to the next page... If you look at the bottom of the first column, Ramayisha says it even more clearly. If you don't give it back, even if you didn't know what you were doing, and this could happen a lot of times, you don't know somebody's bidding on a house or whatever the situation is. You don't know somebody's trying to hire somebody or something like that. And you say, I apologize, I didn't know. No, but you have to give it back according to Ramayisha. Va'afshel Ramayisha lo'ilocha Rav Gidl, but Frek Ramayisha, Rav Gidl didn't take it because he said Tzayinim atanas yichya. He didn't want to. Ravava didn't want to sell it because it's a bad simon, right? He didn't. Rav Gidl didn't want to take it as a present. Tzayinim atanas yichya. So what are you saying? So he, he's a Russia. He couldn't give it back. He says no. Bikamokim nistalaki iser mi Ravava came and Rav Gidl yochal lekablo. Rav Gil was able to, he had his own, uh, you know, Midas Chasidus, Rak Bishvil Midas Chasidus, the Sainim Atonis Yechil Eratzel So that doesn't stop my tshuva. Rav Abba wanted to give it back. So the fact that he didn't want to accept the present is not a problem. So he says, So Ramayish says, makes no difference. Even if you don't know, you're called the Russia if you don't give it back. And then he says, "I am Pischet Shuvah." Brings from the Chemda Shleimai. That's our Chemda Shleimai. Divishaygi diliyada ain't a love shum din klal. And Rabbi Yitzchak Navcha told Rav Abba, "Give it back. It's midas chasidus v'udaver tamua etzli v'leinachon klal." Rav says, "I don't understand it, and it's incorrect." And Memela, and Memela, Rav says, "You are mechuyev." So we have a machlokes here between the Chemda Shleimai and Rav in a case of a shaygig, if you're mechuyiv to give it back, Ramayish says you are mechuyiv to give it back, and it would seem for Ramayish Abachlau you have a chiyiv to give it back. It seems he argues with, I don't know what he does with all those Rishayim, right? They all say, you're called the Russia, we don't give it back. But if you don't want to be called the Russia anymore, it seems you have to be give it back. So, and Ramayish seems to say, even if it's a shaygig, you are mechuyiv to give it back, and if not, you're called a Russia. So these are the halachas here of Anim Abacharora and Bez Hashem. We will continue with the next Chalik on Wednesday.